Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Influences on Teens. My name is Angie and I'm your host for this show. Um, last episode, we talked about how important human interaction is and how humans really need to interact with other people um, to have healthy mental and physical health. And so uh, I've been actually wanting to have a guest on this show and I was like, you know what? Who out of all of my friends should I invite first? And I would like to welcome the first guest on this show, who is my very good friend, Tate. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Okay, um, how are you today? I'm better than last week. I'm working through some traumatic events that happened earlier this this week and last weekend, so Mm -hmm. yeah, how about you? I'm actually doing pretty good. I finished all my schoolwork for today, and... I've honestly had a really good week. I got a seven on my stoichiometry That's practice. Awesome. Yeah. And it's it's like it's really hard. It's like this chemistry stuff, you know? That's dumb. Like here. Chemistry, science, I hate science. I know. We I can know. all agree. Science doesn't do anything. Well, it does. But I only like, like social sciences. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Anyway, um so are you familiar with the podcast and all? Yes, I've listened to the previous episodes and shared it with a couple of friends, and I really like the podcast, and I really like what you're doing. I think it's really important for teens to hear from other teens about what they're going through and how they can help. All right, thank you. Actually, I appreciate that. And so uh, Tate and I are actually going to be asking each other questions on how COVID has affected us, like the COVID pandemic, and we're going to also be sharing some personal stories as well. And let's hope that this is entertaining for you guys. And so, as our special guest, would you like to start off? Yeah, so, sure. My first question is, what are some healthy coping mechanisms that you have developed for anxiety and depression over quarantine? Um, this one, I, I actually kind of thought it was kind of difficult to answer because I don't really have many yeah. coping mechanisms. And I'd say the healthiest one is, like, listening to music and painting because if I'm like super angry or something I just put on like the the band kiss I'm sure you've heard of them Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) definitely star child (laughs) bay anyway um I'd like listen to them at like a high volume and like I just I feel like instantly like refreshed and like okay you know what we're good Angie you are happy now you're not angry anymore or if I if I need to focus on something or if I'm having like a bad day I'll listen to like some classical music you know like um Beethoven he's pretty good I I like listening to him sometimes and then like when I paint like you've been to my room you see like all these colorful paintings and um there's hardly any with dark colors and I just I like the abstract look to the paintings and it just it gives me like some sort of sense of control like I control the colors I control the way it looks and just overall it helps me because I this is something that I control 100%. Yeah, I think artistic values are extremely helpful when you're in stressful situations or things that make you anxious. So definitely music is something that I also rely on. And But if you're an artist, you should obviously utilize your skills and mm-hmm. not just when you're feeling creative, but if you're feeling stressed out or anxious or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, because like when you like, if you look at like history and stuff, you see... Some artists who have suffered with mental illnesses, a lot. Some of the time, they will take what they're feeling. It and literally will, goes into it, the it painting. It goes into or their something. art. Yeah, yeah. It, it just goes into that, which makes it like so amazing. And it's like wow. So, 
My question for you is, has online school during COVID-19 affected you? And so, how has it? Yeah, it, it definitely has. I think I can speak for most students when I say this, that it has been extremely difficult with the online. Um, I actually tried online in seventh grade. Uh, mm -hmm. I switched out of my public school. I had a horrible attendance problem <laughs> in middle school. I was literally there 40% of the time that I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I was trying new things, trying to switch out of that. So I had already played around with some of that stuff when I was um, younger. And I actually went back to public school in eighth mm -hmm. grade. And then in, in about March, actually, before COVID, I transferred to my current school, um, which is a really small private school mm -hmm. uh, that I'm now in the high school of. But I... It was, it was really difficult. I had a, I'm normally a very put together person. I really like to have a schedule. Yeah. And because we weren't doing Google Meets or Zoom or anything, like everything was just by yourself, get your work done by this due date without really any teacher interaction. There wasn't really anything there. So that was so, super hard and super stressful. So when we started the school year, the 2020-2021 school year, um, that was better because for me because we had Zoom meetings and we had mm -hmm. Google Meets and it was just a little bit more consistent and our schedules were still there, you know? And so we had more teacher help, more stuff like that. And now we've moved, my school's moved on to hybrid. So mm -hmm. we do, uh, freshmen and sophomores go in on Tuesdays and Mondays and seniors and juniors, I don't know why I'm doing it in that order, but seniors and juniors go in on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So... That's been interesting. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And, like, do you think that, like, hybrid learning has, like, helped you, like, uh, in a yeah. better way? I mean, it's, I think it's definitely better for my mental health because I can be, if I feel, if I'm not feeling good for one period, I can just, like, s sit in the hallway and do my class from online or I can even go home and finish the rest of the day online, mm -hmm. you know? So, um... And it, it doesn't count towards my absence absence or tardiness or anything. So hybrid has definitely been helpful and not helpful in some ways because I think, again, I can all speak for everyone that class almost feels too optional. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so easy oh, yeah, to sleep yeah. in. I know. I see, like, so many, and I hear so many stories from my friends, like, oh, this person, they're, like, failing this class. I'm like, really? Because I see them at the mall all the time. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Like, I, I, I understand, like, what you mean, like, by how online and, like, hybrid school in a way is, like, optional now. Yeah. It's, yeah. And getting up in the morning can be really hard for, like, people that struggle with mental illness and um, especially depression can be so hard to get up in the morning. And so having to get up and literally just sit in a chair and look at a screen, like, is that really going to motivate you to get up? Does that, does that sound appealing <laughs> to you anyway? No, no. It's, not, like, <laughs> it's not going to at all. Yeah. Like I, the last episode you heard, it was about, um, social versus in-person interactions. Mm -hmm. And, um, Literally, if you're on a computer screen, there's so many cons. Yeah. So many cons. Even if you're just FaceTiming someone mm -hmm. or playing a game on your phone, like, it, even if it's good, it's just, it's adding up to all those bad yeah. things. It's so different, you know? It's not, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so 
My next question for you is what has your experience with mental health been over quarantine? So how has it changed? How has it developed, Mm -hmm. gotten better, worse? (laughs) Okay, so um, normally the best way people describe me is like a happy, outgoing person. And I'm sure you've experienced that as well. Um, But like during the beginning of quarantine, it's it's been really, really hard um, because... Again, like I said in my last episode, it's very important for people to interact face-to-face. Um, there's there's a lot of healthy benefits from that, and but overall, it's been kind of bad. Like, um, I'm not, like, motivated to do a lot of things. Yeah. It's like, school takes up my whole day, and my routine, it's, it's pretty much the same. I, I get up, I take my medication, I get ready for school, I do school. I eat, I do homework, and I relax if I have any time, and then I I just go to bed. And of course, do like the regular chores and stuff, but honestly, my routine, it's it's literally just been the same, and it's so repetitive, it's like, it's boring. There's no spice in my life anymore, (laughs) there's there's no like drama about like oh so and so broke up oh what's his face yeah, got and suspended even that is i mean obviously we don't like people like getting dumped or getting suspended oh, yeah. for whatever reason but the interaction or like the talking or even sort of the gossip is just it's like you're connecting with someone on some level yeah even if it's you know, a little toxic but yeah <laughs> which is something that like we as like our generation I think most generations have really really struggled with, you know, staying positive oh, yeah. about that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I can totally understand why that's yeah. harder. And, like, uh, I'm sure my mom can definitely notice this, but I get annoyed and agitated so easily yeah. now. Like, the slightest noise. Like, my neighbor's kids, for example. Um, the first The first episode I was working on this, I was writing everything down my neighbor's kids were like screaming and shouting and stomping and I was like I cannot do anything at all all I hear is this crying baby and I need to focus and so that happened and I was like okay and overall I've just been like pretty angry and I'm normally like a happy like calm person and it sounds kind of bad that I'm mostly just angry but like, when I have a break, like, if I'm, like, at work or if I'm with a friend, I'm, obviously, I'm relieved, um, but obviously, that doesn't happen anymore, <laughs> like, I hardly see anybody, and, I mean, I'm, re- I'm glad that, like, you're here, and it's nice yeah. to see a friend once in a, it's nice to see a friend, like, all the time, especially yeah. now. So, my next question for you is, how has your everyday life changed during quarantine and this pandemic? Um, it's changed quite a bit. <laughs> so obviously we switched to online and um before I already mentioned before that we did that. Um I was pretty I was struggling in school, switched to online, switched to back in person, switched to schools. Mm-hmm. Um so that wasn't fun, <laughs> obviously. But my the everyday thing sort of um I, I definitely had more time. And that was really bothersome to me because I'm definitely the type of anxious person that needs to be doing something all the time to get my mind off whatever is in my mind, um, which I've learned is not always a, like a healthy thing to do because, you know, putting it to the side, ignoring it is not mm-hmm. is not how you want to cope yeah, with like, that. Like your, your you know? emotions just like they just they, they build just up. build up. It'll yeah. just get worse if you do that. 
Um, and some people have the exact opposite issue where they just lay around and it'll bottle up the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same problem. Um, but I sort of threw myself into my work at the barn. I work with horses, so I was doing countless hours there and, um, working, uh, a whole, (laughs) yeah, just really just working there. Like that was the only place that I could go that didn't shut down because it's really outside, really open. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was the only place I could go besides school. Um, and I couldn't see any of my friends, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not really great with communication as you know. (laughs) Oh yeah. It literally took me three days just to reach you. I'm like, this girl needs to write down her questions for this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it just took me, it takes me a long time to reply, and I'm just not good at communicating with people. And that's something that I've struggled with forever, but quarantine made that so much worse, because when I'm not seeing people, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not like I forget they exist, it's just, I don't know, I don't even know what that is, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I, I think I definitely, I struggled with my mood, um... And eating a lot. Mm-hmm. So, my mood, as in, I used to be a relatively anxious person when I would go out in public and everything. Um, and I didn't go out in public anymore. So, after that, my anxiousness sort of turned into depression, um, which mm-hmm. sort of goes side <clears throat> by side, as we know. Mm-hmm. So, and that sort of led to um, suicidal, like, um, intrusive thoughts, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I, I I started struggling with suicidal thoughts in March. Mm-hmm. Um, just got worse and worse and worse until literally about a couple weeks ago, I was, a, like, five minutes from committing, like, five minutes from committing suicide, and I couldn't find my my medication to do it. Snap I like couldn't find it, snapped myself out of it and went to find my mom, who's mm-hmm. um a counselor and mm-hmm. really helpful with that. So I um that was something that I had never experienced before. I get really, really scared of myself when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really lucky that I have the resources that I do. Um so mm-hmm. yeah. We can talk about that a little bit more later, but the other thing that I mentioned was eating, is I struggle with, um, a lot of people it goes either way, where mm-hmm. it will, you can either overeat when you're stressed, or you don't eat when you're stressed, and I'm an overeater when, I, when I'm stressed, mm-hmm. um, and not, it's not an eating disorder, but it's, it's sort of a, it's just a mental thing. Like, I'm sure you could probably say the same thing about like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what your thing is with that. I don't know if you overeat or undereat. Oh, I, I definitely undereat. I remember um, this was, like, a little bit in the summer, but, like, going into, like, online school, I was, like, 107 pounds, and mm-hmm. that's that's considered overweight for someone my height and my gender. Um, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm 107 pounds, and I'm, I gained weight, which is pretty good, actually, um, but... Uh, most of the time, I don't know if this is stress or not, but I will literally put off eating until I finish the assignment. Like today, like today before you came, I was working on this thing for my class and my mom was like, oh, you need to eat. You need to eat something. I was like, not until I finish this. 
Yeah. Like, it, it's... It w- that was a big thing that I did, especially at the beginning beginning of quarantine. I was like, I have to do this and this and this, and then I can eat. Like, that's my mm-hmm. reward. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, which sounds so weird and a really abusive way of punishing yourself, almost. It's like, you know, when there's not someone there to say, like, you can't eat until you've done what you need to do. It's your own head telling you that, and that's so... It's weird mm-hmm. and it's really freaky and you're like, what in the world? Yeah. What in the world is that? Yeah. Um, so that's something I struggled with at the beginning of quarantine. But as I got, um, sort of worked myself into the routine mm-hmm. and everything, um, I sort of got out of that. But then went back to my old habit of um, overeating when I got stressed. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's something that I'm still working through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's that. <laughs> I forgot what question I was. <laughs> okay. No, it's fine. Um, let's see. Okay. Wait a minute. I just asked you the question, so there you go. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. there we go. <laughs> what has been your biggest challenge that you've faced during quarantine? Um, obviously school, duh. Um not seeing my friends that's been really really hard um like my best friend i haven't seen her for like oh my gosh since no since november i saw her on her birthday i gave her her gift and i like i haven't seen her since like that was like the last time i saw her but hopefully her and i are gonna make plans soon so i can like see her but overall just like not seeing my friends that's been pretty hard and then obviously um I don't, I don't struggle with a lot of, like, mental health issues, but, like, but, like, uh, just thinking that, oh, well, my friend is, like, like, the thing that happened to you last week, I was, like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe that happened to Tate, like, you and I were literally talking about it when I stayed the night at your house, and I was, like, oh, the more, de- the person who's more depressed gets the last chicken nugget, <laughs> that our generation just resorts to that kind of humor it's it's really weird i, I don't know why and but I, it, it's it's bad like I, I i shouldn't be making jokes like that because no I'm but sure. like most people like i would find that funny like most people would find yeah. that funny mm-hmm. like or just like it's it's like dark humor it's yeah, dark jokes it, it, it dark humor yeah, yeah. of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's not, like, okay all the Mm -hmm. time, but, like, in the right circumstances, Mm -hmm. if you guys both are, like, going through something and you want to, like, make fun of it. (laughs) That sounds so bad, but it's, like, you know what I mean, right? I know. I know exactly what you mean. But, like, just, like, as someone who doesn't struggle with that a lot, just, of course, intrusive thoughts and, of course, duh. Oh, what if you just, like, you know, poof, go bye-bye. Yeah. But, like, just knowing, like, oh, this happened to my friend. Oh, my friend is going through this. Like, yeah. that really affects me, too. I was, yeah. It makes like, it really real. I, I know. Yeah. I was, I was like, I was actually worried. I was like, okay, what if this happens to you? What if, what if she has to go somewhere? What if she, what if something else happens? Like, what if? Like, all these what if questions. And then I was, I was actually really worried. I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, this happened to my friend. How, what can I do to help? Yeah. But just... Of course, I learned with a lot of personal experiences, you can't help someone if they don't want help. Yeah. Like, that's that's the, that's one of the things that I live by. If, that, yeah. if I offer my help to that person, and if they don't take it, 
then I can't help them anymore. But also, if a person is really struggling, I have to be very careful of how I put my words together, saying, hey, I want to help you. What can I do to help you? Do do you want me to come over? Do you want to FaceTime? Do you want me to leave you alone for a little bit so you can gather your thoughts? Like, and, like, just my my social life it's it's very important to me like it's it's i this is a very bad habit but i kind of tend to butt my head into people's like business and yeah. lives like i'm i'm sure you know that yeah, and yeah. if i find out like one like same thing that's like really upsetting i know some people are like well why does this affect you like you aren't living this you aren't experiencing it well yeah in some ways i have experienced things like that and it's really it's it's awful just seeing someone you love and seeing someone you care about just having that happen to them or having them think about that so I guess honestly not seeing people and seeing how my friends are affected by this has been really challenging for me yeah that totally makes sense Mm -hmm. so um my final question uh for you is what do you think teens need during this pandemic so that they um that can benefit them physically and mentally? Yeah, I really feel like at least for me, I tried really hard to use all of my resources to keep myself healthy, mm-hmm. but obviously things happen and habits happen and stuff like that. Um but I think for me, finding a balance for all the aspects in my life was extremely important. Mm-hmm. But you have to be willing to work for it, you know? Like, it's not just going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I run into a lot of problems with a lot of my friends is they're like, oh, I don't know why I'm depressed. I'm on meds and I'm seeing a therapist. And it's like, I don't want to be that person that's like, are you really trying? <laughs> but you mm-hmm. can't, like you just said, like, you can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. Mm-hmm. And... It's like, you really need to do, if you want to get better, especially with stuff like depression, you need to mm-hmm. m- help make your body feel better, you yeah. know? Um, and, um, and that means eating, sleeping, and drinking water. And eating is, I know, really, really hard for some people, whether it's overeating or undereating. Um, but... I can't stress how much sleep is important for your mood because it makes such a difference. I'm not just saying this because, like, oh, my mom says that sleep is such a difference. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. The, <clears throat> I don't even know how to explain the importance of this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It does so much. So seriously, get as much... And if your body is telling you that you need to sleep and that you're tired... Sleep. 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 Go to sleep. <laughs> like, your body's telling you something. Listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a that's a thing that <laughs> needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't just ignore it. Like, they're doing... Mm-hmm. Your, your body's telling you something for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know? Whether something traumatic's happened in your life or you just had a hard day at school. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. And like, like you said earlier, um, how... You need to be willing to help yourself and you you actually need to try. Um, my mom says this to me often. She's like, it's it's a it's 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 a mindset. And I, I agree with her too. Like I see people who are um ex- people who are extremely negative, if more negative things happen in their life, they just they view everything negatively. Yeah. And Again, you can't help them if they don't want help, but of course you're still gonna offer it mm-hmm. because they're my friend, I care about them. And I, I want them to be better, but 
it's I, I I know what my mom me- means now because um the whenever I think about negative things mm-hmm. um like like in the in the summer when I was overworking I was like you know what everything sucks all I'm doing is working I'm literally this is I'm literally just like working that's all I'm doing I'm working I'm breathing and I'm spending money that's all I'm doing like what's the point of life right now yeah like I'm just doing the same thing over and over again but then I was like okay well um this is very bad I need to think more happy positive thoughts and again like my mom she's right when she's like oh this is it's mindset and so like the more I read and the more I learn about psychology I'm like okay good mental health is where everything starts yeah yeah, and it, I really don't like to be that person that's like, you need to try harder. Because honestly, as somebody who so- struggles with depression, that's not always what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I really feel like I can't. Mm-hmm. I really, really feel like I can't. And that's that's where you need to start accessing all the resources you mm-hmm. can, even if you're limited. Even if all you have is your school counselor. I know. You know, which is so hard. But you need to try whatever you can. Whatever you think will work mm-hmm. for you. Or even if it's getting up at in the morning to go for a run. If that's your starting point, awesome, you yeah. know? And But I'm not going to be here to say, like, hey, your life's going to be fixed with meds and sleeping. Yeah. Literally, I know someone. Um, they, were pre- um, they were either prescribed, like, Adderall or they were prescribed something. Mm-hmm. It was either for, like, ADHD or depression and at a certain point, they got addicted to it, and I was like, okay, well, because I'm, I'm just taking my medication for yeah. for ADHD again, and I'm like, okay, well, what if this happens to me, because this, ha- this happened to my friend, I don't want to go through that, mm-hmm. and I, I saw how that was affecting them, and I was like, oh my gosh, just, like, just seeing them that way hurt me a lot, and again, it's the medication was was supposed to be helping them but it turned into a bad thing and that's that's when it's like okay you can't just rely on medication you also need to yeah. do some running you need to read help a book. you know yeah you shouldn't just it's like don't rely on one person in your life mm-hmm. you know it's it's the <clears throat> same thing you should have multiple different things going on that mm-hmm. should be helpful which is again super hard super hard mm-hmm. it can be um especially when you're already not motivated it's extremely difficult, but mm-hmm. it's something that needs to happen if you want to get better. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, honestly. Yeah. Does that sound like a good place to wrap it up? I think so. Are you sure there's, like, no more questions? Yeah, I think we're all We good. went over everything. I think we went over everything. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, uh, this is actually going to be the end of this season next season i will be going over social media and how that can play a role in the mental health of a teenager and if we're lucky maybe we will have a guest next week anyway say goodbye tate bye guys thank you for being here again yeah i love you you. and and thank you for being so honest with the listeners and sharing your personal experiences i know it's really hard but I love you, and I'm always here for you, I promise. I love you, too. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys. (laughs)